the best in the world. I've been the best ever since day one on this microphone, in that ring, even in commentary. And trust me when I tell you, I am the hottest property in this industry today. Nobody can touch me. The only thing that's real is me, day in and day out. I am the best in the world. Do I have everybody's attention now? What up, people? Welcome to another edition of the Salty Thoughts of Donnie U podcast. Featuring the one and only Donnie U. Best the world of what he does. I'm coming on here this edition, this week. Uh, I guess to let y'all know I'm 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 well. I'm alive and well, you know, um, well is depending on the perspective, but you know, it is what it is. If y'all are a follower of this here podcast, you probably was trying to figure out where Donnie went. Donnie said, yeah, he's going to come on every week, you know, be more consistent and he was on his way of doing that, and then he just vanished off the map. Well, I got a good explanation for why I just upped and vanished. One month ago, one month ago to be exact, to the day, um, my oldest son passed away unexpectedly. My oldest son, Nakai, 25 years old. And with that news, or should I say that life-altering event happened, to be quite honest, doing a podcast has been the furthest thing on my mind. Continuing the podcast has been the furthest thing on my mind. So much so that I was actually contemplating on just not coming back. Over the last week, my mindset has changed somewhat. And I'm pretty sure pretty much made the decision of I'm going to continue this podcast for the foreseeable future. Every time that I was about to record an edition in the last three weeks, I've gotten to that point and I just haven't been able to go through with it for various reasons. Little unknown fact. I don't really promote this podcast. It's more of word to, word of mouth. I have my day ones that's been rocking with me. And I 
to be blunt, I pretty much depend on them to spread the word. My thought pattern was twofold. On one hand, I'm thinking, well, you know, I, I'm pretty much an open book. Anybody who knows me personally know I am an open book. And, uh, you know, the listeners, y'all know I very seldom put a filter on. But with this situation, I didn't want it to come across that. Of course, like I was uh, using this to an advantage or using this to uh, get a buzz or using this for a form of promotion. So I decided not to. Also, some of the ways I promote is going, you know, which card I'll post it on Instagram. I'll post it on the podcast page on Instagram. Donnie Ooh Podcast, by the way. Or should I say, matter of fact, Donnie Ooh. Yeah, that's the that's the Instagram page. Go visit it out. Go check it out. Go visit that. Visit it. Doesn't really make a difference. And being the fact that that's like a lot of my promotion, I'll put a post. I'll put it up for a story for a day. Whoever got it, got it. Whoever didn't, didn't. And rinse and repeat for the next episode. So being the fact that that's like usually my primary form of promotion. A lot of my podcasts I would put up there, my son would see, and he would share it, like it, comment, and so forth. So the last episode, I believed, I believe, what was it? Um, the Hennessy, the Hennessy edition, the Hennessy Fuel edition. That was my last post. And I remember he inboxed me. Well, should I say it was the inbox of, you know, he liked the story. And, uh, you know, I was like, all right, thanks, son. Good looking. He was like, come on, pops. Like, you know, that's a given. So seeing that, I'm like, I don't want to do this. I can't wrap my mind around the fact that that episode would be the last episode that my son was here for. So it was, you know, more like I don't want to continue and he's not here physically. He's always in my mind. He's always in my heart. He'd be fucking with me. I'd be seeing doors shaking and I'm like, I, Kai, I know that's you. You know, uh, quick tangent. I was at work. I'm currently on vacation. Yay. But I was at work and the particular place I was in, the location I was in, I've been numerous times. I got doors on either side of me. And it was a windy day, but I've been there on windy days and never before did the gust of wind from one side cause the doors on the other side to open and close twice. 
first I just like out the corner of my eye, I looked, I'm like, that door's shaking. It looked like somebody just went through, but nobody has been around. Then I look to the other side and I see the one door open and I'm like, there's no way in hell. I don't care if it's 70 mile per hour wind. There's no way in hell. The gust of that wind is strong enough to go all the way across to the other side and open two doors and have them go in, in, um, open and close. So when I saw that, I just started laughing. I was like, yeah, all right, Kai, stop fucking with me. Stop fucking with your pops. Because I know he's probably behind me. You know, anytime I trip, you're like, ha, ha, ha. You know. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm not even going to say it's bittersweet. Nothing, ain't nothing sweet about this at all. Um, to those of you that know, like I said, know me personally and reached out and, you know, thank you for your support. Thank you for your condolences. They're truly and greatly appreciated. I'm, I don't think anybody really is good with death. I damn sure am not good with death. You know, a lot of times I run away from it. Not personally, but like when, you know, uh, people I know of past or I get the news, I kind of like run the opposite direction because I just don't know how to deal with it with other people. With my personal experience, or should I say experiences, plural. Um, a lot of times I, I guess as a human being would do, you tend to block it out. Either, either consciously or self-consciously, you kind of just block it out. And that's me. You know, like, I just kind of, it it doesn't affect me until it does. If you understand what I'm where I'm trying to come where I'm coming from, like of course it's on my mind, but it's not. Let's say it's not on the forefront of my mind. And uh, when I hear it, third person wise, each and every time, since a shock to me, since a chill through me, it's like oh sh- fuck. This shit is reality. It's not no sick, twisted nightmare. It's not a warped dream. It's like reality. I see pictures. I have four children. But when I see pictures of my children, of course, of younger ages, it hurts the fact of I'll always have four children, but now one is looking down on us instead of being with us. Today, March 8th, is also my wife's birthday. When it comes when it comes to my son, I've said this numerous times in conversations, especially 
when he made me a grandfather, it, uh, I always say that who I am today is based on him. Who I am today is based on him. People can say that normally, but I'm like dead serious. He was born eight days before my 19th birthday. So, yeah, I was a baby with a baby. Once, you know, once you bring a life into the world. No matter how selfish you are, there's always a piece of you like, oh, shit. I have to care about somebody else other than myself. And that influences every decision you make. With him, especially, you know, being 18, going to 19. Being a young black male in America, being a young black male in New York, being a young black male in Brooklyn. The decisions you make tend to follow you both positively and negatively. And I will say that him being us being blessed by his birth, by his presence. Caused me to make positive decisions. That maybe otherwise I wouldn't have made. And I don't regret any decision that I've made based on being a father at all. Shoot. Becoming a father made me a husband. Just celebrated 22 years married. So I regret none of that. Um... Listeners, or should I say long-time listeners, or even new listeners, when at the end of these podcasts where, you know, my catchphrase, goodbye, when you hear that child's voice that says, bye, at the end, that's my oldest grandson. He's five. I have another grandson that would be two. In a couple days. And. uh, You can never replace. Someone who has left us. But you can. Make sure. That you honor their memory to the fullest. And when it comes to my grands. Regardless. They were going to be taken care of because they're my grands and that's what you do. You spoil them. You love them. And you cherish them. But being the fact that their father is no longer with us. To borrow a theme from or should I say borrow a saying from the young folks. It's different. And yeah, this is different. It's way different. So, 
for all those that, um, like I said, was wondering where the fuck Donnie went, that's what happened with Donnie. Um, I'm not going to make this an hour-long episode because the selfish part of me doesn't want to share it. Share what I have because it can never be replaced, it can never be duplicated. So, um, this is kind of be sort of a redo. I'm going to include a couple clips from my, or should I say, our visit to Yankee Stadium a couple years ago for his 24th birthday and little known fact he was actually the first official guest of the social thoughts of donnie U podcast if you heard it before then you know what i'm talking about if you didn't listen on and you'll hear him uh i will be back on my new regular day before i took this sabbatical um i will be back on saturday and i will get back into try to get back into the swing of things um i will talk about whatever sports has happened currently i'm not backtracking and going back a month to try to catch up it is what it is life goes on but um spring training is around uh, still got the draft coming up. You had the NBA All-Star game that just happened yesterday. And uh, whatever the fuck else news that comes through. Uh, might even talk about... Matter of fact, I'm not even going to give you a list of things I might talk about. But the one thing that is for sure, I will be back this Saturday with a new edition. And we'll start from here. So, like I said, um, yeah, this is just, this is just really just fucked up. So hopefully you listen, you listen along and you hear, you know, you hear a replay from a year and a half ago. I visited the Yankee stadium and, uh, I know I'm rambling, but I really don't give a fuck at this time. Donnie U merch is still on sale. Go to teespring.com slash Donnie U. Teespring.com slash Donnie U podcast. Teespring.com slash Salty Thoughts of Donnie U. Um, get all your Donnie U merch there. Shirts, T-shirts, hoodies, masks. Phone covers, etc. Go check it out. See if you like something. If you like something, put something in my pocket. If you don't, keep it moving. And that's all I really have left to say. So, uh, enjoy. And I'll speak to y'all later this week. I mean, later on this week. Bye. What up, people? Another edition, special edition of the Sort of George Donahue podcast featuring the one that only Donahue does what he does. As you can hear, I'm currently in a peace program, but it's not my beloved man.
It's New York Yankees. Yeah, go figure. So, this week is going to be just a compilation of uh, recordings that I made throughout my journey to the Bronx and back. And I'll give you my uh, synopsis on my visit to Yankee Stadium at the end of the day. So, as always, good night. And goodbye. Bang. First things first, we're currently in the middle of a rain delay. Yankees down 3 2. I believe top of the six. Started thundering and lightning. First rain delay ever. Can't believe I'm actually inside the hallowed halls of Yankee Stadium. The new Yankee Stadium. But. It's a gift to my son for his birthday, so it is what it is. But I will say so far, my experience, and not too, not too pleased. Hot dogs I had was a piece of shit. Had a watery ass uh, soda. My son's sausage was pretty good. But, um, and now I'm currently being stampeded. By various summer summer camps. <laughs> I will say though, the seats in the bleachers aren't that bad. Cop these two tickets for about ten dollars each. Can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong at all. But I will not under any circumstances call myself a bleacher creature. Uh-uh. Nope. Donnie ain't doing that. At all. Now if it seems like I'm nitpicking, yeah I'm nitpicking. The difference is between Yankee Stadium and City Field starts when you come out the train. City Field, you get off the 7 train, you walk down the ramp, directly into the stadium. I guess they're pulling the top out. Yankee Stadium, you get off the train, then you got cross over two big streets, hopefully you don't get hit by a car, and uh, then you got to go into a confusing complex amount of lines just to show your little computerized ticket on your phone. Hmm. I'll give a thumbs up to City Field on that one. Want to introduce yourself? Hey guys. Say what up. Say what up. Huh? Say what's up. You, which court? You on? You on your father's podcast? Say what up. What's going on, y'all? Name Kyle. I'm here at the Yankee Stadium with my pops. Even though he's a Mets fan, we gotta come out with this dog. Yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, he's delusional. <laughs> like father, like son, eh? <laughs> they don't win, it's a shame. And it's one, two, three strikes here out at the old ball game. 
after the rain delay, the Yankees commenced to put up five runs in the last two innings, the bottom of the seventh and the bottom of the eighth. Had a shaky top of the ninth. Chapman came in, shaky as hell. But as what wouldn't happen with the Mets, guess what? The Yankees win. The Yankees won. Ain't that a bitch. So, to go figure. In my pers- my personal record of going to games. My personal record of going to Mets games. To going to Jet games. To going to basketball games. I have never seen the team that I went to see win. Never. I'm about 0-10, 0-15 with the Mets. I'm 0-2 with the Jets. I'm 0-0 forever with basketball. First time in Yankee Stadium, I'm thinking the Yankees are going to lose. My son is calling me a jinx because, of course, I wore my blue and my orange to the Yankee game. No, no Met paraphernalia. Had to rip my Knicks anyway. But, like I said, as luck would have it, the Yankees won. The Yankees won. Huh. Anyway. But um, overall, my experience at Yankee Stadium wasn't that bad. You know, the the, the fans were, were good. The, I was sitting around. You know, uh, we witnessed, uh, we were sitting actually right right above the Yankees bullpen. And uh, there was a, there was a, maybe about a good 10 fans that was lined up against the wall, you know, talking to the, talking to the pitchers and the pitchers do a couple of baseballs for the, for the, for the, um, for the teenagers. And the teenage, one teenager in particular gave both balls that he got to a younger fan. Boy, look, maybe he was about maybe like seven, eight. Made his day. He gave one to the boy, and then he gave another one to his little sister, who had to be maybe about four, about five or six. So, you know, so uh, kudos to him. Um, Yankee fans are arrogant because even though they were playing against Arizona, yet the Mets were still on their mind. I heard from a couple people around me that they was upset that uh, the Yankees. Or should I say the Mets didn't pull the trigger on the on a trade to give us give them one of our beloved pitches. And uh then of course we had a couple couple other fans that actually wore their Met jerseys to a Yankee game. That's neither here nor there. I mean I'm not even that bold. But uh, of course they was getting heckled about go back to City Field. Then um then I had a couple other people that was sitting right in front of me. Talking about, I forgot exactly what, but uh, pretty much the comment that came out the mouth was, "Yeah, this ain't Shea Stadium. Go back to that dump. Shea Stadium has been done for about twelve years." But this this goes to show you how the Yankee, how the Mets are always on the Yankees' mind. I mean, in some cases, the Yankees are on the Mets' mind too. But if there was any doubt of how real. The rivalry is in the city between the Yankees and the Mets. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I know, or should I say, I've come in contact with Yankee fans more and more throughout the years. And before, it never really bothered me. 
But the more and more I talk to them, the more and more I'm around them, the more and more they piss me the hell off. They're just so damn arrogant. Yeah, you got your little 27 championships. whoop de damn do You haven't won shit since la- in the last 12 years. I mean, to be, to be blunt, you haven't won shit in the last 12 years. Two years ago, you, they got to the ALCS, the little engine that could, yeah. How, how, how the hell the Yankees are the hunting the dog team, but that's neither here nor there. At the time, they were. They got to the ALCS and lost in seven games. Last year, where they were supposedly a better team and they was going for it, they got knocked out in the ALDS. This year, they're, over about, they're about 30 games over 500. They have a 10-game lead in the AL East. But yet their pitching is starting to go to crap. Houston, in the middle of the game that I actually attended, traded for Zach Greinke, who is the starting pitcher of the Arizona Arizona Diamondbacks. He got pulled right after they rain delay because he got traded. What did the Yankees pull? Or should I say, what did the Yankees get? Nada. Not a damn thing. So if you really, if if any Yankee fans out there really believe that the rotation of Paxson, Tanaka, CC on his last stomach, um, who the hell else they got? Hat, uh, Jermaine, Jermaine, whatever the hell his name is. If y'all really think that's gonna get y'all to the World Series as is, you're sadly mistaken. The bullpen, yeah, the bullpen is is fabulous. But from what I saw yesterday, Britain pretty much shut down. Chapman, he's gonna give y'all he's gonna give y'all anxiety, angst, stress. He'll probably pull it out, but it's not a guarantee. He got a lot of miles on that arm. A lot of miles. He also got a championship in the last couple of years. But guess who he didn't get a championship for? Yeah, that's right. The fucking Yankees. You got Adovino. Adovino, damn good pitcher. He came in, kind of put the fire out. But, um, like I said, if the Yankees think that their bullpen, or should I say their, their starting rotation as it currently stands, is enough to put them over the hump. It's not going to happen. But, uh, yeah, that was, I mean, yesterday was, yesterday was interesting. Yesterday was interesting. Um, like I said in, I believe, our earlier segment, the food, well, the food that I got, sucked. I'm a basic person. When I go to the game, give me two or three hot dogs, give me a couple beers, I'm good. I chose not to drink yesterday. It was one o'clock game, kind of hot. Eh, I wasn't trying to be a stumbling drunk, so I was like, you know what? Let me get a let me get a let me go a cold soda. And like I said before, the soda was watery, had no acid in it. I had a Sierra Mist. Sierra Mist is supposed to be like an imitation Sprite. It's supposed to be strong, strong acid taste. Nah. Had two hot dogs, supposed to be sabrettes. I don't know what the fuck they were. They were only sabrettes. They were big jumbo pieces of meat together. They looked like it was infused with nothing but water. I had onions and sauerkraut. 
It looked like they just went in a big old bowl and just splashed it on there. By the time I got my dog, my dog was all soggy. And this is before the rain. But, like I said, that experience, I'll put City, city Field over anything. Because when, when you bite in one of those hot dogs, you hit a snap to crack with a pop. You get an infusion of flavor inside the wrong crevices of your mouth. Pause. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, as soon as the game was over, we was gone. Got right back on that train. Brooklyn. You know, I don't particularly like the Bronx. Especially the South Bronx. South Bronx is kind of sketchy. Yeah, I know with all the gentrification going on, there's certain areas that are, that are quote-unquote deemed safe. But being born and bred from Brooklyn, we were taught one thing. Don't fuck with Uptown, don't fuck with the Bronx. And I'm quite sure if you was born in the Bronx or born Uptown, you were taught the same thing. You come to Brooklyn, don't fuck with Brooklyn. <laughs> it's an on and on. It's, a, it's an ongoing thing. But uh, so we got back on the train, you know, me and my son chopped it up. He was excited. He saw, he saw his beloved Yankees win, which go, brings me back to another thing. <coughs> Excuse me. What kind of feelings have I did, have I done as a, as a parent, that I'm a Mets fan, and my oldest son is a Yankee fan? The antithesis of everything that I stand for, a Yankees fan. My other son, he's a Mets fan too, but. We're not talking about him right now. I mean, tell you the truth, both my kids—they never—they don't cheer none of the teams that I, that I, that I, which guard that I that I cheer for. You know, my oldest son—he's a Yankees fan. He's a Colts fan in, in in football. Basketball, we do share the Knicks. My other son—he's a Dallas Cowboys fan. No hate. But I just don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't see where that, that came 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 in the picture. He's a Russell Westbrook fan, aka an OKC fan, and like I said before, he is a Mets fan because I dragged him to so many games he had no choice but to be. And then had the audacity to get upset, talking about, "Oh, I traded down." What do you mean traded down? Took your big brother. Yeah, but we always go to games. Yeah, we always go to Mets games. Oh, so. I guess I got one up on you because I'm not a traitor. My own son called me a traitor for going to the Yankees. Man, if you don't get the f out of my face. <laughs> you know, but anybody that doesn't know, you know my, 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 which girl, my boys are grown now. Sure, yeah. uh, my oldest is 24 and my, and my younger son is 21. So, you know, I can't, can't lay the hands on them like I used to. But let them know. <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, like I said, the experience was cool. You know, uh, he uh, he had to take a picture of me holding the Yankees cup. Only reason I had a Yankees cup is because that's the only thing you could drink stuff out of in AKA Yankee Stadium. Plus, my wife wanted me to bring home a souvenir, so shoot, I wasn't buying nothing else. So you could get the cup and let go of my Mets cup at home, and. With me, bleh, with me going to Yankee Stadium, I'm going to have to actually go against what I said a couple weeks ago on this podcast that there was no way in hell I was sitting foot in City Field this season. And um, I planned on keeping that 
keeping that thought going because uh I mean yes the the Mets are I believe twelve and six out the break. They've won six in a row. We're four and a half back of the wild card, but I ain't getting hoodwinked, I ain't getting bamboozled, I ain't getting led astray. I've I've seen this picture before. But I will hold out I will hold hold this out. If they are within striking distance in September, I will be making an appearance in City Field. When I don't know. Um, hopefully, um, I will actually make amends over something that I've been putting off for like last six, seven years. I was supposed to go to go to Mets Mets game with a friend of mine, coworker, and. Uh, we just never, never, which court never hooked up. Cause a lot of times I would go, I would just go uh, spur the moment. Like I would just look down and go to StubHub or something. Oh, they got ticket, tickets. I'm off. Uh, let me just go. But I really think I am going to try to really make a point of going this year, being the just try to get the stench of Yankee Stadium off me. Cause I can't go into the off season knowing that I went to a Yankee game of a team that I could give less than two fucks about, but yet didn't go at least to see my beloved Mets lose. And especially being the fact that I saw the Yankees win. Um, I got to break my personal streak of seeing the Mets lose all the games that I go to. You know, so I, I should try to pick a game that uh, they play uh, Little Sisters of the Poor. And maybe we might be able to scratch out a win in 16, 17 innings. Who knows? But, uh, yeah. But that was my experience of Yankee Stadium. It was more of an experience of me and my son than me and the baseball guards or me and the evil empire. So I think I'm getting sick. <laughs> Probably the rain that I that I got drenched on. But um, I think that's about it. Chill. Bye.
thought-based doing behavior Never knew I was pissed because you was my savior Had you when I wasn't ready but realized steady Hurt my heart became a pick to my petty To that in the end you always had me and mommy's love A couple years ago didn't think that you'd make a thug Not only you made it, you're the fucking father of Your firstborn, my first grand, here we stand pulling the opposite of I'm just happy past battles, remnants of the fight Hopefully my teaching were enough to avoid my plight To become a version of my true bitch with a lie Some of the lines hover float filled with emotions Two decades later, uncaging for some toasting Glad it's that a reprieve for any fucking roasting Hard to decipher, quit speaking more quote My presence devoted to being the best in just a quote Where the shit I wrote was the beginning potion Back when I had no fear, ignore or the caution Unknown future accolades of the notion Thought was even a choice in the most important Gave away the man in my way, put in motion Outlet for the vending motor roller coaster Open the night for my rap, I'm the one that's hosting Start as a way Put in words how I was feeling without actually matching the actions to it. Fucking damn near five, six years later, here we are. Shit didn't evolve. People done got grown. Branches and spread. Hopefully, no more food for thoughts.